Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So this is going to be really fun for me. As many of you know, Senator Ted Cruz and I do a podcast, Verdict with Ted Cruz, three days a week. But he is my guest on my podcast, the Ben Ferguson Podcast, about his new book that is out. It is a book, uh, Unwoke, that is about what is destroying this country. And he calls out the Biden administration on border security. He calls out the left on what they're doing on college campuses. He talks about what happened with COVID and the lockdowns. It's an amazing book. Uh, and so it's a pleasure to have Senator Ted Cruz as as my guest, my co-host, on my podcast right now. Senator it's a pleasure to have you on live on this show. Uh, you are on book uh, promo tour in New York City this morning. Uh, you, you were on a Levin, Life, Liberty, and Levin, and we love having you, obviously, to talk about this book. For people that are looking for a great Christmas gift, grab the book. If you just want to read uh, a book, uh, and, and I love how they describe it online, it says, Ted Cruz delivers a realistic battle plan for defeating the woke assault on America. That's what inspired you to write this book is is really a battle plan of, okay, the left has gone crazy. We have many that are taking over um, not just government agencies, but our universities, our schools. They're, they're trying to go into Marxism and socialism. How do we get back from the brink of that? And that's what inspired you to write a book that's 383 pages long. It is It is a thick book, one of the thickest ones you've ever written. Well, Ben, that's right. Good morning. It's great to be with you. It's great to be with you in a, in a venue other than uh, Verdict, which which you and I do three days a week, and 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 uh, we both uh, we both have these conversations a lot. Uh, look, the book on woke I, I I wrote because the world has gone insane, and and every one of us knows it. We're watching the radical extremes, the the extreme left that that has seized every major institution in in America, and so I wrote this book 
to do a couple of things. Number one, to explain how and why that happened. What on earth, who would have envisioned a world where corporate America, big business, becomes the economic enforcer for the hard left, where big tech censors what you say online, where, where NFL players refuse to stand for the national anthem, where they teach five- and six-year-olds in schools that, that little boys can become girls and little girls can become boys. This is extreme, and it's not an act how it happens. And then number two, it lays out a battle plan for how we fight back, how we defeat the cultural Marxism in America. And, and, and it lays out specific, concrete steps we can take to take our country back because if we don't do it, we're going to lose our nation, and, and, and we've got to pull it back from the radical extreme. You, you mentioned taking our country back and pulling us back. There were some very encouraging uh, poll numbers that came out this morning, and I want to get your reaction to this because it's obviously great news if you're a conservative. Uh, your, your favorite Capitol Hill reporter, I save this just for you, Senator, uh, Manny Raju had this bleak report (laughs) this morning uh, about how bad the new poll numbers are for Democrats, specifically Joe Biden. Listen. One year from today, America will be going to the polls to choose a president. And there are alarm bells going off inside the White House this morning. There are three big polls out about the race for the White House, and none of it is good for Joe Biden. Race for president is decided state by state, not nationally. So this morning, we want to focus on a series of battleground state polls from the New York Times. In Nevada, Trump leads by 10, leads by 6 in Georgia, 5 in Arizona, 5 in Michigan, and 4 in Pennsylvania. Biden has just a narrow two-point lead in Wisconsin. Now, Biden won all six of those states in 2020 and likely needs to win at least four of them to be reelected. And if you dig a little deeper into the poll, things look even bleaker. Voters in these six states say Biden's policies have hurt them personally. And those numbers are flipped when you ask about Trump. More say Trump's policies has have helped them personally. And then there are huge cracks in the coalition that won Biden the White House in 2020. Yes, he's leading among those demographics, but not by nearly as much as he needs to be. He's ahead of Trump among young voters in these battleground states by one point. Trump wins 22 percent of black voters, which would be a historically huge measure for a Republican. And the margins are small for Biden among Hispanics and suburban voters. Now, Senator, you hear that, and it's just like rapture alert, number one. Manu Raju actually giving you poll numbers, telling you alarm bells are going off inside the White House this morning, one year away. This is, I think, massive numbers, not just for for Trump, but for conservative ideas saying, all right, we went to this socialism, and that's what the Biden administration's been doing, and we went to this extreme woke agenda and now it's hurting American families. These numbers are, are, are spell horrific news for Democrats. Well, look, that's exactly right. I, I have several thoughts. Number one, I, it's kind of amusing listening to CNN putting its reporter on air where he's practically crying. He's so unhappy with those poll numbers because it is bad news. Listen, the Biden agenda is a train wreck. It is, it is a mess. The, the classic question for, for any election is, are you better off than you were four years ago? And for almost any voter in the United States, the answer is hell no. Like, like, like for everyone, between inflation and crime and chaos at our southern border, not to mention two wars across the globe and America at greater jeopardy than we've ever seen in our lifetimes, the answer, unless you are 
a, a, an international drug dealer or human trafficker? In which case, the answer is yes. Your life is much better today than it was four years ago, and you ought to vote for Joe Biden. You're not a citizen, but who cares? He, want, he wants illegals to vote, so that's fine. But unless you're a drug cartel, the answer for everyone else is no. Everything else has gotten crappier. And so I think those poll numbers show that the Biden record is a train wreck, and people want to get back to common-sense policies that work. Uh, I also think those poll numbers are sending off alarm bells. We saw David Axelrod, Barack Obama's right hand, publicly urging Biden to drop out of the race. I think Dems are panicking. And Ben, you and I broke the news three months ago on on an episode of of our podcast, Verdict with Ted Cruz, that, that the odds keep rising every day that the Democrats will jettison Joe Biden and try to parachute in Michelle Obama at the last minute. And I got to say, with these poll numbers and an axle rod coming out public, uh, those odds continue to rise every day. All right, let's dive into that because this is, uh, I think, part of what you talk about in your book is the Democratic Party has gotten so extreme, they're coming after parents, they're coming after your kids yep. at universities and public schools. They tried to push this transgenderism down our throats and say, if you don't agree with it, we'll try to ruin your business, ruin your family, ruin uh, any you know school or anybody that disagrees with us. We'll try to kick you out of office. Uh, you've got Hollywood that's all in on this. And then, and then you go back to, to what you just mentioned. Uh, this is a moment where Democrats, do you think they believe maybe they went too far and they got to dial it back and they've lost the country because they put all this and implemented it and now it's such a disaster on the average American family? And if they do parachute in Michelle Obama, to be clear, she's just as bad, if not worse, than Joe Biden. She's a, she's a woke person. She's a Marxist, a socialist, however you want to describe her with policies. That's what Obama is, is as well. But if they parachute her in, it's about likability, right? She'll come out as a mom. She'll say she wants this for the country. And they, they, they parachute her into the convention. And she doesn't even have to talk policies. It's just likability. Like, hey, do you like Oprah? Or do you not like Oprah? It's like, hey, do you like Michelle Obama? Or do you not like Michelle Obama? And then it's only a, what, three-month campaign? It's, it would be a scary yet brilliant move. It would be a very scary move. And, and, and listen, to, to, to be clear... You know, you asked, are, are Dems getting nervous they've gone too far left? I got to say, if they are, I see no evidence of it. Um, the Democrats I serve with in the Senate, they're still much more afraid of being primaried from the left than they are of losing the general election. And it's because the media has been corrupted. So this book, Unwoke, what it, it examines how this happened. And, and it starts with the universities because Marxists always start by going after our kids. The first chapter in the book is entitled Universities, the Wuhan Lab, the Wuhan Lab of the Woke Virus. And that is because universities are where the woke virus was created. It's where it mutated. It's where it spread. And, and the cultural Marxists, beginning in the 60s and 70s, began seizing the universities and raising up these ca- campus radicals. But from there, it spread to every other institution. So each chapter of the book focuses on a different American institution that the cultural Marxists have seized. So it goes from universities to K through 12 education, to journalism, to big business, to big tech, to entertainment, uh, including movies and TV and music and sports, to science 
every one of these, one after the other after the other, the cultural Marxists have seized. And, and so you ask, are the Democrats worried they've gone too far left? I don't think they are because journalism has been corrupted. So CNN no longer views its role as being an actual journalist, as reporting on both sides. They are instead explicitly propagandists. They are Pravda. They are advocating a view which is the left wing of the Democrat Party. And, and so Democrats are incentivized to go hard left because they will never be called out, out by the corporate media for doing it. And, and, and so what this book lays out are strategies to fight back how we can turn it around. Well, let's talk about this election coming up. What do you think the top issue is going to be for the average American nationwide or, or the top two? Is it going to be the economy stupid? Is it going to be this this agenda that, that in, the, in the extreme of the socialism? Uh, or is it going to be like, hey, cognitive decline of Joe Biden? So, look, we're a year out. And, and so it's always hard to predict with certainty where things will be in a year because there will be events in the world that, that, that we can't predict right now. But the question in every election is, are you better off now than you were four years ago? And perennially, the top issue there is the economy and, and inflation out of control, the cost of living. People are hurting. It's, hard, it's more expensive to put food on your table. It's more expensive to run the air conditioning and heat. It's much more expensive to fill your car or truck with gas. That is impacting people in a very real sense. Uh, there's, there's also safety and security. Crime has skyrocketed everywhere. People feel unsafe. They feel unsafe for their kids. Their kids are under assault. The chaos of illegal immigration has become real and personal. Eight million people crossing illegally in this country. They're now flooding every city. When you've got the Democrat mayor of New York saying illegal immigration is destroying New York City, you know it has gotten bad. And, and then on foreign policy, look, where foreign policy really matters is when people, again, feel, don't feel safe and secure, when they feel like their families are threatened. Think about it. Three years ago, Joe Biden inherited peace and prosperity. In just under three years, with Joe Biden's weak and ineffective leadership, we now have the largest land war in, in Europe since World War II, and the worst attack on Israel in 50 years. We've got war in the Middle East. And by the way, campus radicals on campus threatening Jewish students with violence. Anyone looking at the world says this is a mess. And, and I think all of those are going to be major issues come November. Let's also talk about this, what's happening in Israel. And I want to get into this because there's been this... Um, I would argue woke ideology that you don't stand with Israel. That's now become seeming a part, a bigger part of the Democratic Party. Uh, obviously, the squad. I never could have imagined a day that innocent people could be butchered this way. Babies uh, beheaded, infants beheaded, put in ovens uh, by Hamas. And yet there's a significant portion of the Democratic Party that you serve with in Congress that are behind them. Is that part of the unwoke agenda or the woke agenda of the Democratic Party that you're warning about in the book? It it very much is. You know, know, a couple of weeks ago, I was sitting down with a very successful tech entrepreneur who's historically been quite left to center. And he was expressing enormous dismay at the extreme anti-Semitism and hatred of Israel that is manifesting 
number one in the Democrat Party in Congress with the squad and the viciousness we're seeing, but number two on college campuses. And, and, and he was saying, where did this come from? And, and, and I explained it, you know, really in terms of the book on woke, you know, it describes. So Marxism, which derives obviously from the teachings of, of Karl Marx, he, he frames the world in terms of an inevitable conflict uh, and Marx broke it down on socioeconomic terms. It's a conflict between the oppressors and the victims. The oppressors, in Marx's worldview, are the owners of capital, and the victims are the proletariat, the workers. And Marx's solution is a violent overthrow, a, a revolution of the proletariat, the workers seizing uh, the capital and the means of pr uh, production and relying on government to take it forcibly from from the oppressors and give it to the victims. That's that's plain vanilla Marxism. That's who who burrowed into college campuses starting in the 60s and 70s. What the cultural Marxists have done is taken that Marxist worldview and they've applied it to culture. So everything is an inevitable battle between oppressors and victims, and their solution to everything is force. Is if you do not comply, they will make you comply. They they will attack and undermine the oppressors and, and forcibly benefit the victims. And, and, and I explained, look, the reason the left is so viciously anti-Semitic is in the cultural Marxist worldview. Jews are coded as oppressors. When these Marxists look at Israel, they see the Israelis as oppressors and the Palestinians are coded as victims. And once you start with that worldview, the only acceptable leftist perspective is that you should have a violent revolution of the victims, the Palestinians, against the oppressors and forcibly take from the oppressors and redistribute to the, to the victims. And that's why so many on the left are, are not condemning the horrific attacks and atrocities from Hamas because they're cheering them on. Look, uh, Rashida Tlaib, a member of Congress, member of the squad, tweeted out, the, the, the racist slogan of Hamas, from the river to the sea. Now, what that means is from the Jordan River all the way to the sea, it means annihilate all of Israel, kill every Jew. It is a call to genocide. And that's what an elected, current-sitting Democrat member of Congress is saying to the world. All right, let me tell you real quick about an amazing company called Patriot Mobile. For 10 years, they have been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they're the only one. Glenn and the team have been great supporters of this show, which is why I'm proud to partner with Patriot Mobile. They offer you dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the leftist agenda. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military, our veterans, and first responder heroes. They have a 100% U.S.-based customer service team, making switching easy. You get to keep your same cell phone number, keep your same phone that you have right now, keep your same phone, or upgrade to a new one, and their team will help you find the best plan for your needs and save you real money. You got a small business? They can cover all that as well. All you need to do is go to patriotmobile.com slash ferguson. 
PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson or call them 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the promo code Ferguson. Join me and make the switch today and protect our values and stand for them with every phone call. PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson or 972-PATRIOT. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from Four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer or other devices like your electric blanket, your microwave, your RV, air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets, so you can power more devices at once and two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my from this idea of, what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Senator, you were just at the southern border. And I think one of the most horrific consequences of this woke ideology is the kumbayaism, which is, oh, we don't really need to have border security. That's somehow inhumane. 
we don't really need to have laws uh, when it comes to legal immigration because, you know, who are we to decide that we should have a secure border or who should or shouldn't come into this country? And we should just be loving and open and welcoming. We're a sanctuary city. We love every illegal immigrant. Come to New York City. Come to San Francisco. Come to L.A. You had people campaigning just a couple years ago, including New York Mayor Adams on this, and saying, come to our cities and we will love you and accept you. And this woke kumbayaism, it's not just a disaster on our economy. It's a disaster now from a national security standpoint. And you witness the atrocities that are happening because of this woke agenda. Well, that's exactly right. I was down on our southern border two weeks ago and I went out on, on midnight patrol with the Border Patrol agents. And, and within minutes, you encounter groups of illegal aliens. We encountered one group that had about 20 or 25, mostly women and children. It had young teenagers. It had, there was a 13-year-old girl who was unaccompanied. She had no, no family members with her. There was a 15-year-old boy who was unaccompanied. There was a 16-year-old girl who was unaccompanied. They all said they were coming to America to, to, to meet their tío. And, and tío is, of course, Spanish for uncle. And yet when you question them about their T.O., they're like, oh, no, 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 our, my T.O. doesn't know I'm coming. They just had a phone number. And, and tragically, the more we talked to them, and the more it became clear that these, these uncles were made up and that these kids, these kids are being trafficked. And, and I got to say, it was, it was particularly horrific. There was a 10-year-old girl with an adult man who, who said he was her father, and she said he was, he was her father. And it was obvious he was not her father. She was terrified. The look of terror in her face was was haunting. And he had his arm around her, but not in a gentle caress like a father, but firmly holding her right where she was so she couldn't move. And, and this is a pattern we're seeing a lot. You know, under the Trump administration, when an adult man would show up with a child and can't claim to be the father of the child, they would DNA test them both. And they found about 30% of them were not related at all. And, and because the policies favor a family coming in, the cartels literally rent children to adult men who want to come illegally into this country because they get processed faster. Well, one of the very first things Joe Biden did when he came in is stop the DNA testing. And give me any reasonable or rational justification for stopping the testing. And what was sick, that little girl, all of these kids, very likely had been abused in, in the, the travel to the United States when they were being trafficked by, by, by human traffickers and vicious drug cartels. But many of these kids were headed for a life where they con- were going to continue to be in sex slavery. And I got to say, the Border Patrol is frustrated because the Biden administration won't let them do anything about it. They're required to just process them, process them and let them go. And, and the numbers are now utterly indefensible. And I got to tell you, the radical left does not care. You, you also talk about not just this idea that they want an open border, but they want to fundamentally change this country through illegal immigration. And, and yes. Joe Biden refuses to really go down there, look at the border. Democrats refuse to go down there because I think if they saw it, there has to be a moment there where you say, OK, this policy is, is wrong. It's being exploited. They're making money off of human trafficking. And, and talk about the wristbands and what you see and the trees where they, they literally like prizes. They throw the underwear of young girls up in these trees just to taunt the U.S. Border Patrol. Look, those, those are both realities. Um, if you go down to the southern border, um, you see colored wristbands just laying in the grass by the river. 
because virtually every illegal alien who comes into this country wears one of those colored wristbands. The color corresponds to how many thousands of dollars they owe the cartels, because it is big business trafficking human beings, and these cartels have, have become massively wealthy as a result of Biden's open borders. And, 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 and the, when they arrive, most of the people here still owe thousands of dollars to the cartels, and so the teenage boys get sent to every city in America, and they're working for the cartels and committing crimes in your city. Wherever you are, you might think you're not in a border city. Well, you are, because the Biden administration is sending illegal immigrants to every city in America. And the boys are often committing crimes in those cities to pay off their debts to the cartels. And the girls, thousands upon thousands of the girls, find themselves trapped in sex slavery. And it's a living hell. They're put into forced prostitution until they can pay back what they owe. And this is often 13, 14, 15-year-old girls. It is truly, this is modern-day slavery, Ben. When I look at these wristbands, I see leg irons from the days of slavery, and the left does not care. Look, what the book on Woke explains is that Marxists are about power, and it walks through. If you look at communist countries across the world, they routinely produce death and suffering and torture and concentration camps and misery and poverty, and the left doesn't care. These open borders are about Democrats flooding this country with what they view will be future Democrat voters, and if a bunch of children have to be sexually assaulted, if women have to be raped, if people have to die, if 100,000 people have to die of drug overdoses, to the cultural Marxists, that's a perfectly acceptable cost because what matters to them is power. But the beauty, the beauty of, of, of this book is it explains what their kryptonite is, which is they can't defend their policies. Their defense policies are wildly unpopular. They rely on censorship and silence and hiding it. It's why Joe Biden and Kamala Harris don't go to the border. You can't defend what's happening there. They rely on control, which means things like your show, Ben, things like our podcast verdict. It means things like Elon Musk buying Twitter, finding ways to shine a light and tell the truth is one of the critical ways we defeat the cultural Marxist. Final question for you, and this is something that is near and dear to your heart, especially something in the book Unwoke, How to Defeat Cultural Marxism in America. You talk about the attack on our court system by the left and also our Supreme Court and have a very significant warning about that. Well, that's right. Look, the left wants to destroy our Supreme Court. It's the one institution at the national level that they don't control. Uh, they have a smear campaign against Justice Thomas in particular, and actually, Ben, uh, you're in my episode of Verdict Today, the brand new podcast that came out today. We discuss the smear campaign from the Democrats trying to destroy Justice Thomas. And, and that fundamentally is an assault on the Bill of Rights and our constitutional rights. But I, I'll tell you something, and, and, and let's end on some good news, which is the book Unwoke. It, it, it is officially released tomorrow, and, and it is already on the Amazon bestseller list. It is number one and number two and number three for political bestseller. So it's the top three, the hardcover's number one, the audiobook's number two, the Kindle version's number three. So th- that is encouraging. People want to know what the hell's happening and how do we defeat it. But overall, in terms of all books, not just politics, we're number four. So we, we, we just beat Barbara Streisand today. She's, she's right below us. <laughs> I but love I that. I gotta tell you, unfortunately, Britney Spears is still above us at number one. 
And and so Ben, we need to fix that. I, I actually have my team going out and buying me some butcher knives because I'm going to start dancing with knives. We got to beat Brittany. Uh, and so let let me just a- ask your listeners: go right now to Amazon and buy Unwoke: How to Defeat Cultural Marxism in America, because this is about empowering you to know how to t- turn our country back. And I'll say one last thing: the book is also a fun read. It's filled with stories. It's not some abstract academic treatise it it is real and practical and it tells you what's happening and how we win it's an incredible book grab it uh, wherever you can amazon as you said it comes out on tuesday officially in bookstores if you want to get it there uh, on tuesday and it's out right now you can grab it and everything on amazon or wherever you want to download it there's there's the kindle version the hardcore uh the, the hardcover book it's awesome you can grab it and don't forget download uh, our podcast verdict with ted cruz wherever you get your podcast uh it's a great christmas gift as well so grab that as well center it's a pleasure it's fun to have this conversation a little bit different on my show uh as we do three days a week uh verdict together uh but congrats on the book i have a gut feeling this thing's going to go to number one and i hope everybody listening will buy it right now thanks ben god bless Senator, it's always a pleasure, and uh, it's really fun to have you on my podcast. Make sure you hit that subscribe button or follow button, auto-download button, wherever you're listening right now. And most importantly, please write us a five-star review and share this on social media. I'll see you back here tomorrow. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. To get your solar generator now, you'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.